Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Siri, give me H-Town Soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, I'm very proud of the guys. I think that, um, you know, it's been a long nine weeks. I think it's it's a new league. There's a lot of ups and downs in, you know, a nine-week preseason. Um, and I think coming into this week, they were focused. They were focused. They they understood the game plan. They executed the game plan. And, and Vancouver's a very good team. So to, to get a result against a team like that, it just it builds momentum, right? And it, and it builds belief. And to have the crowd that we had today, um, I think that it, it shows the fans that we're going to be competitive and we're going to fight to be competitive. Um, I think that uh, some of the players, they, they were outstanding, just really gave everything. And I said this to the players that, you know, a lot of those guys, that's their first game where they've had their name on their back of their shirt. So um, there can be a lot of pressure to those things. There can be a lot of pressure to, you know, not just playing in an academy game, um, but actually playing with your name on your shirt with people in the stands um, representing the club. And so I thought they played for the badge today. I thought that there was a real um, buy-in to get a result, and it showed. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and I'm joined by Cristian Putalias and Rodrigo Segura. Guys, international break is over, pretty much. And I'm just happy with the results, man. But, uh, you know, what do you have? Are you guys happy too? Rodrigo, Mexico looks like they're going in so far. And Christian's been happy because Argentina's been in there for a while. But uh, Christian, I guess, get us started by telling the people where they can connect with us, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you can always find us at Dynamo Theory. Uh, for everything dynamotheory.com, you can send us an email to uh, dynamotheorypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Chris Putaleas. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura three and you can find rodrigo at rodrigo segura zero one uh and like i said you can find everything at dynamotheory.com you know the breakfast links every monday wednesday friday uh new articles coming out almost daily and uh we're adding a few more folks to the team so obviously there we're going to be pumping out more content as the season kicks off you know nwsl is on houston dynamo 2 is on you know the houston dynamo is on as well so you know we're going to be uh ready to be pumping out you know a bunch of articles podcasts uh don't forget to watch the orange talks or you know watch or listen you know where we interview some of the players some of the stars or the future stars of this houston dynamo and hopefully soon enough we'll have some of the dash players as well so why not so yeah what's up guys what up man yeah and you know you mentioned about dash dash is playing today they're not doing all that great i think the score line is three zero yeah, first half has has, has killed us. Uh, I think they got into our box three times, scored two, and Jay made a great save in the first half. And uh, unfortunately, we, we keep digging ourselves into a hole. We've given away two really poor goals, and 
you know, fighting back from that every week is it makes it very difficult. And uh, you know, unfortunately, we've got to push and, we, and we've pushed and we got caught on the counter for the third, and, and the game's pretty much over at that point. But uh, the first half, I thought we'd created some good opportunities. I thought the goalkeeper made a couple of really good saves and uh, made another good save in the second half. But for uh, the amount of play that we've had, the amount of possession, uh, the ball in quality areas, uh, we, we haven't created enough chances or enough goal-scoring opportunities in the second half. And, you know, you mentioned about adding, we have been adding, or doesn't done a good job of recruiting some new people to help us out. But I think we may still, you know, be looking for dash, uh, you know, people that want to be and uh, involved with, with running and, and having more information with the dash. So, you know, feel free to reach out. And, hey, if we can have a, you know, a dash kind of dash theory podcast, why not? You know, if you guys think you guys know more about the dash than we do, I don't think we give it that much justice, you know. But, um, dude, finally, the break is over. But, you know, before that, there was some games that have been in. You're right, you know, Dynamo Dos played their first match. When was it Saturday that we went to and kind of Saturday? Yep. It was nice and windy, and uh, Christian went outside, forgot his coat <laughs> twice. So you know, it's like, hey, I I forgot my jacket in the car, and then he went outside and didn't bring it back. But good job, Christian. We yeah, give you props for that. But dude, <laughs> good game, man. We got to uh, sit a little in the beginning with the uh, search. Was it first half, pretty much? Um, yeah. Mostly search, but I think there was a little bit of everybody from Town there. And uh, the game was won by a golazo by Marcelo Palomino, man. We got to see it being behind the goal. Yeah, I mean, uh, we knew I was going to take it. It's something that we had practiced and planned uh, prior, you know, in practices. And uh, I think, you know, I was telling some of the guys, as soon as it left my foot, I felt it. And you can, you know, you feel when you have a good contact on the ball. And it was one of those where, where I knew it was going in when I hit it. And uh, fortunately enough, it did. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm super excited to, to start the season off this way. It meant everything. Uh, I've been playing here almost my whole life. So, you know, to be able to, to score at this level um, is and, you know, help my team get the win is, you know, an ecstatic feeling. And it's an amazing feeling. So it, it means everything. And, you know, we keep pushing. We keep moving from here. Legit, you know, he hit that pretty dang clean, Christian. But, uh. I know Rodrigo wasn't really, uh, or I don't know if he got to watch it at all. Um, but Christian, I can we can just knock it out, man. You know, what were your thoughts? I know we didn't really get to break it down yeah. as much as we wanted to. Um, but maybe just talk a little bit about the atmosphere, man. Yeah, man. So I just want to give a shout out, you know, to the surge, you know, being the ones leading, you know, that charge of the Hustle Town supporters <clears throat> that were out there pretty early, uh, bright and early before the game. And, uh, you know, they were just keeping the atmosphere kind of, you know, a little bit, you know, hype, I guess you can say. And like, you could hear them from like through the transmission, you know, that they were, you know, uh, showing on the, on the website and everything. But uh, yeah, like Rudy said, you know, we, it was kind of hard to watch the game where we were at and just because we were in a, in a weird position and we were kind of like, well, (laughs) I get involved in trying to tie down a flag. One boy was holding a flag for like (laughs) 20 minutes. So, you know, it was a little difficult, but, you know, for the next match, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll find a better position to like position ourselves to actually, you know, make sure we get a, a good assessment of the game of the players, you know, so you guys can be well aware of some of the names, some of the players, so you guys can get to know them and, 
and possibly you know start you know scouting them i i guess as fans but um there was i mean second half we moved uh I, you know still it wasn't a prime position to to watch and you know we were kind of chatting with each other and stuff like that so you know we were just kind of there trying to pay attention to the guys but i mean to what we saw the the guys that have had some either minutes or have been you know training with the first team you know ethan barlow uh ian hoffman palomino himself castilla uh like some of the old well not even older because they're about the same age uh, they did pretty good you can tell they were a little bit more comfortable uh playing you know obviously they it's like they've been doing that forever basically because obviously they have the experience but some of the other standouts uh to me personally were uh, uh not just because we had them on the show uh, like you know now the interviews out but mujiv or Jeeves, uh, Murana, the right back. Uh, I thought he played really well. You know, he's a big dude for a right back and he's pretty good. He has good footwork. You know, he pushes forward, uh, pretty good, you know, as, as we want, you know, our fullbacks to do. And I think he had a pretty good game or goalkeeper didn't get too much work in the, at least in the first half, you know, he, he was pretty, he was chilling. Uh, our midfield was, um, you know, pretty solid, you know, nothing much there honestly i know there was a few changes but like i said you know we weren't too uh focused on on everybody we we're just kind of trying to pick you know pick and choose who we who we were looking at so hopefully as the games go on and we get to watch more we'll be able to you know recognize everybody you know about their game and stuff like that but, yeah we one of the players in the midfield i was just going to point out brooklyn range man like you know he he can definitely play uh the midfield looked very good it was uh you had, I believe it was Brooklyn Reigns, Juan Castilla, and Marcelo Palomino. And they did a hell of a job, you know, dominating possession. Um, so it was good to see some of those, those uh, you know, players that Pat Onsat has brought in and is clicking with Dynamo Dose. Another thing, it looks like there's, you may be able to think of his name, man, but there, it seems like there's another Brazilian defender that they're that the Dynamo are bringing in for the Dynamo Dose. Um, that we just kind of saw Twitter kind of mentioned this today, basically. I think his name was Michael, Micah, it was Mikael. Mikael. But, but it Mikael. just, you know, whenever we were able to interview uh, Coach uh, Kenny Bundy, he mentioned the fact that, the, you know, the, they were planning to bring players from places that we didn't really think, you know, that basically they weren't all going to be from Houston. And, and that's a good sign, too, because you're creating a different culture of just a winning mentality that pushes the first team in. Um, but I guess now, man, we'll move to, they play on Sunday. The game was supposed to be at six o'clock. I believe it's eight o'clock now against San Jose or earthquakes too. Um, they're playing at home. So, you know, I, I think the guys are going to end up getting another W. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't. They played a hell of a game. The first match. Um, will it be close? Maybe what I'm thinking and Christian, you can probably, you know, say the same thing. Hopefully they don't wet the field a little too much, man. People were like slipping <laughs> and sliding everywhere. Um, and, and it didn't look good. You know, some of the players couldn't get the wing. The wingers can really explode much of their speed because they kept falling. You know, we kept seeing, uh, and that's my bad, but I think one of them was Beto Avila. I can't remember if he was 14 or 16. Uh, they were both playing on the wings and then even uh, Papa and Doe, had a few clean breakaways and bam, I'm like, Hey, he's going to fall. Basically like, remember that little, <laughs> that best thing when they would hit like the little button because <laughs> yeah. it was the devil. 
The do- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I felt like because I, I was telling you uh, Houston Dynamo memes who said next to us. I was like, watch, he's gonna <laughs> fall, and sure enough, he fell. But I, 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 I don't know if I'll be able to go to this match, but I hope that the guys pull in uh, another win, get themselves another W, add more, you know, three more points, and uh, I'm just gonna go and probably predict that the score is gonna be a two-one match. But uh, Christian, um, if you want to predict it as well, and we'll give it to Rodrigo too. I know he hasn't. Rodrigo's been quiet for probably ten minutes now, so. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we're we're going in blind, you know. I I think everybody knows that, you know, we we have no idea what the other teams are, you know, are doing, you know, what what they have, what they're bringing, you know. Obviously, some I know San Jose has had uh, a couple of players actually come out of their of their ranks of the academy to play for the first team. I mean, uh, this kid Cade or Cadwell or what? You know, he looks like he's forty two, but he's like seventeen. Yeah, you know? he's a beast, man. <laughs> So like you know, the, and they keep pumping out guys like that. Like right now, I think the the U.S. youth national team, the U seventeen, is playing over there. Actually, they were playing in Argentina, and um, they had a couple of guys. Well, two of the uh, two or three Dynamo uh, players were on there, but San Jose also had the same amount. Like I think those were the two teams that were uh, giving out the most players. If that makes sense. Um, so obviously, San Jose is going to be a it's going to be a tough, you know, a tough match, I believe, just because of, of what, you know, we have been seeing in the past few years. And actually, they're playing right now. They're playing Portland. Um, and, th- and this is their first game. So, you know, it's going to be their first, uh, I guess, well, they're playing in Portland right now. But it's going to be their, you know, the first matchup going coming to Houston. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I don't think weather might be, a, will affect anything. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, whatever prediction we make is just going to be, you know, because then again, you can't even predict the tie because they're going to go to penalties. Because I was going to say 2-2 just because I thought, you know, I feel like there's going to be some action. Uh, but then That's again, true, man. Go to PKs, you You're know? absolutely right. Then we can just predict either a win or a loss, basically, at this yeah, point. Basically. Right? So I'll, I'll just say win. Okay. I I have faith in, in the guys. I think I think we're playing good soccer. I feel confident in, in Kenny Bundy and all the work that they've been doing. He feels confident about him and his, you know his, his staff and the team, and and the guys seem comfortable. I think you know they have really good leadership and like Ethan Barlow uh, and Palomino and like some of the guys that you know have been putting the the jersey on and, and know how it feels to be a a Dynamo player. So, you know, I'm confident in those guys. I'm confident that they're going to do a good job. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and say a win. And, and hopefully they can prove it right, you know. And I should be I, – I not 100%. I'm like an 80%. Yeah, one more thing. <laughs> I'm an 80%. I'm an we're going to get that shirt, bro. Just your face. It says, like, last one, I promise. Last one. Last one, I promise. <laughs> but I should, be, I should be at the match. It was actually – I wasn't going to go because it was at 6 p.m. and I get off of work at 6 p.m. But now since they switched it up to an eight, I should be able to make it with no no issues. So I'll see you guys over there if y'all show up. And I get to finally talk. Sorry. <laughs> After both of y'all. Hey, Rodrigo, how you doing, man? Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, we were just letting you watch the Mexico game, bro. Like, you know, yeah. making sure that they win. Or... Mexico fan. Or can you tell us, <laughs> can you give us a quick update on the U.S. match against Costa Rica, actually? Update on that. It's a 2-0 Costa Rica with what? 15 minutes left. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Costa Rica. But no, talk, talking about the Houston Dynamo, those, um, 
I don't know who we, I think it was Christian had to record that goal. Um, I don't know. I saw it on the, it was Rudy. Yeah. Damn, bro. Okay, then. <laughs> I was going to shit on either one of y'all. Cause... It was a bad video. It was, it was a bad you video. not get the whole goal? Like, you know what? You literally cropped it. I, and yeah. I was thinking, like, it's, okay. I'll just move it a little bit more and you get the whole goal. You know what? I'm like, leaving. The ball's going to go in. It's not like you're going to, you know, go. I don't know. Like, if that was going to be the case. I was admiring the, the dude. I was watching the goal, man. Like if you, and if you see the replay on like the, the actual stream, I'm over here like this, like just with the camera, <laughs> you see me in the background. Yeah. I saw that. And I'm like, man, how do you like, it was a good angle too. And I'm like, how do you just not get to go in? But, um, no, nah, no, nah, it, it was cool though. Um, I didn't get to watch the game. Obviously dynamo, they don't really like to broadcast things over here. Or anything like that. <laughs> so I just no. I got, yeah. This one, yeah, this one's gonna be is different because, well, I don't know, but they played on MLS Next Pro, so it's it's like a different website. So I don't know if they still have those. Yeah, try it. Okay. Just try it. But yeah, you may it, it may be geo restricted, but you never yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, that's how they've been with everything else. So that's how it's like. Yeah, yeah I'm not even gonna try. I wouldn't. It. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the MLS. Yeah, that's what I'm probably gonna do. But Rodrigo. I the guess first prediction uh, goes, um, yeah, I would say a win just because San Jose, like you mentioned, they're playing right now. Um, they don't get that much of a rest time. Plus, they got to do the whole travel time. Um, you know, Dynamo Dos is well rested and probably a lot. You know, they're probably going to be um, a lot better going in. So, yeah, no PKs, though. No PKs, yeah. So, PKs. that's fine. Straight win. Also, since we're talking about the goal, like shout out to Palomino, man. That was a beautiful. I saw, I saw. I think Sports Center even like had had, had his goal. The At Hispanic the Span- one, yeah. yeah. The Spanish Sports Center had. I mean, hey, you made it to you know, na 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 na. So <laughs> yeah. you know that that's a proud moment, bro. Your first goal, you know, like that was a that was a sick goal for sure. And and I, also to Palomino. You know, this is your first goal. We expect a celebration. That's exactly what I was going to say, man. <laughs> he didn't even throw up the H's. He said he was going to throw up the H's or something. He just jumped. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> yeah. he was so excited. He didn't believe that he was going to score that. He went full Mario, Mario Bros. And he was like, bring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, man. So yeah, Dynamo Los again, they play on Sunday night, 8 o'clock. If you're in Houston, man, go check out that Abiba Stadium. It's a nice little stadium um good little atmosphere we did get to see a lot of you know if you get there early enough it's you know pretty pretty small stadium that you run into uh stars like Mati Vera. we saw Darwin Quintero we saw Pat Onstead uh I think a good chunk of the uh you know first team players were there um not that they'll be there every game by any means but yeah just go support the boys I mean they're they're there and this kind of gives a cheap plug to uh, something that uh, Christian mentioned, but we were able um, to interview uh, Jeeves, as he likes to be called. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, what was it? Mujib, Mujib uh, Morana. Uh, and so, you know, we, we were able to do that, too. So check check that out and, uh, you know, give it a listen to all those. Actually, I believe we have like a bunch of orange stocks, like back to back. We were able to get a. All Dynamo's, right? So we were getting uh talked to uh what's his name? Talon Maples and Coach Bundy before that too. Um, which I would listen to it because we asked questions where basically 
that in, and uh, talked about the entire season, not just that first match. So, um, so that that's my cheap plug on, on that. You know, I nice. think Dynamo Dose. Um, I know Christian, you really wanted to push for you know us to cover Dynamo Dose, and I think we'll we'll try our do our best um, to cover the guys, man. Uh, on so that you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Houston knows what they have out there for sure. But, uh, you know, talking about Houston, Houston Dynamo are back in action this weekend. Um, but before that, there was a few players that were out on, I'm trying to see Mexico about to score. Ooh, no, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I mean, we're already in, but uh, it's still nice to see. It took to the last match. But uh, uh, Panama was out there with uh, Coco was playing with Panama. Sadly, he fell short of making the World Cup. Um, then we also had Darwin said in, yeah, no, Darwin said in, and uh, La Selecta, you know, Salvador also did not qualify for the World Cup. Um, and Sebastian Ferreira got his first international, yeah, yeah his senior call up, right? And he ended up losing the well, not just him, but the whole team yeah, ended yeah, up yeah. <laughs> taking an L against Peru. And uh, and I think Peru is the one trying to qualify still, they're they, yeah. They yes. made it on that fifth place, so they're gonna. Go so they'll be to playing it. confederation. So this is kind of yeah. odd because if you look at the uh, past World Cups, we've had a few of the guys making the World Cup, and I guess right now, even though he's not in the team, Ache Ache with Mexico, they'll be qualified. So uh, that's good for Mexico, good for the Dynamo. Uh, you know, the summer can get here soon enough, so we can have. Uh, you know, player that's going to be playing uh, with Mexico in, in the World Cup. So I think it's exciting times. And Ache Ache, the vibe is coming, man. I see that stadium going to get full. People may keep talking smack. Um, a lot of us, you know, me and Rodrigo being Mexican, but a lot there's a lot of Mexican fans that just hate everybody and their everything. <laughs> and they, they probably have nothing but negative things to say about Ache Ache. But I'm definitely excited. And I think he's going to bring a lot to the team and, We've talked about this, and I guess I'll ask this question, you know, with uh, Coco and Panama not making the World Cup, do you think, Rodrigo, that he'll be here, you know, when his loan is over in the summer? That's a good question. I mean, at this point, I don't see why not. Um, He's playing well. Um, I think they have a good team chemistry going on so far, and I'm pretty sure he wants to at least succeed here um, before moving on or if he even gets anything, you know, um, any offers. I don't think he would want to be outside the U.S., you know, saying going back to either Panama or going back to somewhere else that's not going to be MLS. Um, You know, saying that you could always go to Liga MX and obviously you would want to move to Europe. Um, But it's all going to depend, you know, like you said, they're not making the World Cup. He can't really get to showcase himself anymore. Um, 
and he has the MLS to kind of prove himself. So I think for now he should stay or would be logical. And I guess that's, oh, yeah, that's my thought. Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, it's to me, I saw it. Uh, I felt like in Panama made the World Cup, I, he was staying. Like either they were going to extend his loan or they were going to try to purchase him. But now I think it's going to be a big question, right? Because I think uh, Coco and, and, and Herrera are similar players to what we have. Uh, you know, obviously, but I mean, you still have those international tournaments that they're going to do in the summer. So he's still going to be playing with Panama for sure. Know, so, but so, I mean, he, well, I was just going to say like, <laughs> you know, he, he was playing in the second division of Spain with Cartagena that was asking like a ridiculous release clause. I think Christian had mentioned the fact that at one point Real Madrid wanted him. And uh, I think Cartagena was trying to put like a 7 million release clause when, the guy's not even valued at under a million, basically. So, you know, will the Dynamo overpay? I mean, Cartagena's not going to be stupid. They're going to be like, hey, you know, they just got, you know, the the most expensive transfer fee and, uh, you know, Ferreira. They just got Ache Ache. Like, we want them to pay some money. So, you know, business is business. And sometimes you have to be smart in business for sure. You don't want to just throw away money either. I don't know, Christian. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, bro, that was such a good question because I didn't, I didn't think about that until right now. And honestly, like, you know, the whole fact that, you know, because the only reason that we would keep them, it was because Panama was going to the to the World Cup, and we, I mean, Panama literally left like they got out of the World Cup in this last two games. Like, you know, all they needed a few points, and they weren't able to get anything. So it's like they shot themselves in their own foot, and then basically, I don't know if it made the decision easier or harder because at the end of the day you know Goko is becoming one of the best players in this dynamo but then again you are getting at Chiache and like you guys are saying they're they're similar you know and, and the way that they kind of play so it's like you know do we really need Coco do we really like I would I would want him to stay just because he's a quality player he's he's kind of turning out to be one of the best ones on this roster at least but then again, you know, if you're going to get a player like Ache who's supposed to be, you know, at the same level or even better than him and they can play the same, you know, role. And, you know, we've been playing with this combination of like, okay, who are we going to start in the middle? You know, are we going to go Vera, Ache Coco? Or are we going to go Vera, Ache Quintero? Or, you know, like, you know, that was like one of the main dilemmas that we were trying to figure out because, you know, it's like we we have too many players and and to play those three positions, you know, and, and they're all, you know, they're all good. You know, even like if you have a memo, you know, trying to compete, you know, and, and other guys coming in. You yeah. Know, like you that. have obviously Castilla, pa, you know, Palomino, you have a lot of players too. I mean, exactly. Brooklyn, it's going to be a while before we see a Brooklyn Reigns, but I think there's a lot of very similar players for those positions. Yeah. So like, is it necessary for us to like pay that, you know, ridiculous amount of money that they want? for us to keep him and then you know he's not even going to the world cup anymore so it's not that he really needs to play and honestly he's young so why not you know get a check right now you know go play in spain and where you possibly could you know showcase yourself more make it to a maybe a a lower you know a lower team on that division one and you know get your back get your check and then you know in four years you still have four years to qualify to the next world cup and and you know and when that time comes, you can have a little bit of money, 
you know, maybe be playing in a lower, you know, team in the lower table team in, in, you know, in Spain or whatever. So, I mean, the opportunity for him, if I was him, I would go back to Spain mm -hmm. just because I have nothing to lose anymore. You know, the, the, what I had to lose by me going to Spain, if Panama made it to the World Cup, was playing time. But now I don't really need that playing time, honestly, unless I really actually want to play, you know. So it's one of those things is like, do, shout out to Seren. He's uh, got a yellow card, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's, boy, he's, he's on everybody. the stats. Hey, no, but, you know, but, talking about. But, well, I was going to say, making this a little bit harder. What if the Dynamo, what if we're like top of the table and he's doing well? Do you, would you want to keep him? Well, and that, or do you want to just drop him? Dude, you hope that thing. Herrera yeah. is going to, you know, fill that gap and exactly. keep it going. No, so. I think, and, and that's, that's funny that you said, I was going to ask that. I was going to be like, and Ooh, that's definitely a yellow. And that's it. in again, Ooh, that may be a red card. He just came in. Oh, nothing. Anyways, <laughs> shout out to Zidane trying to get on the stats For real. on the booking. But, um, uh, uh, no, no, no. That's the question that I was going to ask you guys, basically, like no matter what the situation, right. Uh, you know, take the fact that Panama is not in the world cup, take, you know, all that away. If you, you know, Rodrigo and uh, Christian, you guys are, I guess at this rate, you're Pat Onstad. You know, the day of his loan is coming that is ending. What do you do? You sign them yes or no? You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, if it's that much money and we just spend so much, yeah. probably not. But if it's been playing, I don't know, but if it's yeah. been playing well and he's been, you know, if he's going to be like a key well, part of like Nagamura's like tactics. Yeah. And we're say like first or second by the time that thing comes. I'll be very hard to drop. I mean, maybe I, I don't yeah. know if they can get like a loan extension and be like, "Hey, finish your the season." Yeah, because hey, like I'm be not like gonna be playing. Yeah, you know. Well, and I, gonna I was just gonna add though, we, and we have to remember, you know, that uh, you know, the Dynamo have been trying to do all kinds of, you know, they've been willing and dealing to get either more gam or more whatever, you know, to try to get another player. You know, we know that they signed Taguinho already. That's official. You know, he should be here soon. Uh, will he be in Dynamo Dos or will he be, you know, a reserve player uh, for the first team? We not really, we don't know, right? But then, you know, the speculation is still there that Diego Linus is somebody that the Dynamo are trying to get, you know. Now you have Achiache, right? I think that, that you know, having another, using him as a uh, marketing to bring in other Mexican players, uh, you know, now it's a reality. You know, if you would have told me that would have brought Diego Linus. I would not believe you. I mean, I hardly still believe that we were getting Ache Ache, you know, a couple months from now. But, you know, if the path is to maybe bring another winger like Diego Lightness, you have to spend that money on that player, right? So even if you bring him, uh, it looks like what I'm hearing is the fact that they're trying to get him on a loan, maybe, you know, in the summer. Um, you still have to pay him money. And so... That as much as we like Coco, and like you said, I think it'd be unless Coco is, you know, the team like goes on the streak that, you know, they're not losing many games and he's playing like he's been playing right now, then I would do whatever it takes to keep him. But, you know, if they tell me like, hey, you know, stupid money here, I want 10 million. I don't know if I really want to do that. Yeah, it's, It, it's going to be a tough decision. I'm I'm glad I'm not, you know, Pat Onstad because, but then that's the, also the thing because the few times that Coco has spoken, you know, in the last couple of weeks or maybe month, you know, he's he actually seems very happy to be here. 
you know, in the beginning when he first showed up, he didn't look too like, you know, he didn't look like he wanted to be here. But I think the whole change with Nagamura, with Pat, you know, the fact that, you know, well, the team has been spending money. Well, and like, I was going to say, especially seeing that the, the league is a good league, right? It's probably yeah. better than a second division in Spain. Plus, you have more resources, like you said, you know, with the, you know, the owner, with Pat Onstead. But at the end of the day, when, you know, you're becoming a, the key player or the key piece of a team, dude, I mean, who doesn't like that, you know? But we'll move away from Coco. I think, you know, we'll, we will have time to figure out what the future holds for him. Um, but Dynamo are back in action against Inter Miami. They'll be playing Saturday night. Um, and I think i i don't know i don't want to get into predictions yet but you know the team has looked good you know rodrigo uh we've seen him play against you know pretty much playoff teams from last year and you know we haven't complete we haven't gotten the best results but we haven't got like a really ugly results either against those teams um we're playing probably and i know you guys are gonna say i'm a jinx it but we're playing probably one of the worst teams in mls um, just a way that either coaching or players, and even though they have like some, you know, fantastic names on the roster, they still haven't done much. But uh, I personally think that we this is going to be a first road win of the season, man. I, I, I'm kind of not, I don't want to say I'm overly confident, but I think there's a, uh, a good potential of it being our first win. Uh, but, you know, if you guys want to start off, Christian, you look like you're ready to talk about that match, man. <laughs> No, it's funny because I was going through my predictions today. You know, I I don't know if you guys remember, but in the beginning of the season, we did like a whole, like the whole season. And on this one, I actually put down that we that we would lose this. this. Uh, but that's because I was thinking that Miami was going to be better. <laughs> so now that, you know, I, I see Miami and I see that. I think like, David Beckham's trying to sell the team already, bro. <laughs> oh, for real? No, I'm, yeah, kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would. They don't even have a stadium ready yet. No, but, but I did see that he's trying to get Messi. That that was his. That, that, no, no, I'm serious. That that was his big <laughs> thing that he's trying to push to get Messi. If but Messi, if Messi goes to Miami, he got booed I, in France. I'll, so like I'll now stop, he's like, F- yeah. <laughs> I'll stop podcasting forever if Messi goes to Miami. He, he you probably moved to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but I'm not I, that I much say, of a Messi fan. Almost wait, every time he's on vacation, wait, wait, wait. he's in Miami. So, like, there's a lot of Beck can be like, "Hey, bro, I'll pay for your stay. I'll pay for everything. Just let me know." There's a lot of Ecuadorian people in Miami. Did you see the way that guy almost decapitated Messi? Poor Messi, man. I don't think he wants to go to Miami anymore. Wait, that, that wasn't in Miami though. No, but it was Ecuador. I said there's a lot of Ecuadorians in Miami. I mean, Cubans. <laughs> wait, what? I'm so lost. <laughs> I saw the I video. Anyway, lost in his geography. Yeah, yeah, no, because no, I, I get, I get what you're saying because in the game, you know, Ecuador, uh, Argentina, and Ecuadorian win. But you think all, all Ecuadorians want to kiss I'm Messi? A fact, I'm a fact. <laughs> what's going on? Anyway, I was just trying to say he probably gonna fear How for his. How many Ecuadorians are in Miami? <laughs> probably more than you think, man. You but, know what's funny? You know what's funny? Seba, Seba, my, my he's from Ecuador. Seba, I, I heard him talking. Crazy. And and in Miami just got one of like the biggest Ecuadorian players. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, Campana. Oh. And he's supposed to be like really good. So, but anyways, I mean, but then what I was trying Miami to say team is was trash, I don't know if he's gonna want to go there. It's, exactly, <laughs> it's gonna be worse than going to PSG at that point. You know? 
vacaciones. Largest Ecuadorian American population. Yeah. Miami is like 19,000. I mean, that's all of y'all can eat it. Yes. Back in 2010, so maybe it grew, maybe, I don't we, know, maybe they moved. I'm my, you. My, my guess, my guess would have been that the biggest population of Ecuadorians outside of Ecuador was in Canada, but that's just me. <laughs> it's close, man. It's close. It's a, it's, it's a little short, but uh, just like Messi. But, well, but uh, that's I, fire. So yeah, no, going going to Dynamo Dos, Rodrigo. You know, what are your thoughts going into that Inter Miami match, man? My thoughts, I think, um, yeah, like what I predicted earlier. You know, in our predictions that we this would be our first uh, way win. I'm sticking with that, especially how bad the team has or how bad Miami's team has performed. Um, plus, they've been missing some key players, and you know, excuse my language there, but it's been like a shit show so far, and I think that's going to continue. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's one of those that like you can't use any other better word for for what miami's but, been for sure yeah so honestly I, th i think this could be good and plus you know we get those international players that saw a little bit of action here and there plus a team you know training with all the guys um that are mainly i guess the key players so far and uh and i think it should be a good good trip down there And you, you guys mentioned the fact that you looked at your past predictions. And I remember I, I picked a, a tie for this match. But again, just the way that it's looking, I think I and And I believe I had like no road wins at all in my predictions. And I'm very confident that this is going to be the first one uh, for sure, like you guys mentioned. And, and you know, to your point of, you know, having some of the players playing international play, I think the one that I hope benefited the most was Sebastian Ferreira, and I'm hoping that he gets, you know, his first goal against Please. Inter Miami. And if it's not him, guys, what are the chances Thor scores? Shout out to Thor. Thor. I think the chances are very high. I think he, he just needs a little bit of, ooh, a little bit of, uh, I don't know, he's like missing a little something. But, I mean, last game, didn't he hit the crossbar? Uh, I, I mean, he got pretty dang close. I know he got a good shot too, and uh, the the like, keeper got it. He he's good. I mean, the way that I think it, there was one shot that he like set himself up. I mean, the the kid can ball. You he's, know, and, he's fearless, and, man. No, it, yeah, it is a challenge, and and it's uh, you know something. Obviously, he's he's not happy with the way things have gone so far as start, but but I you know we believe in him, and there's a reason we spent the money and. Uh, we know sometimes it takes time for guys to adjust to this league. It's it's not an easy league. It's it's physical. It takes a lot of hard work, uh, and we believe that he can do that here at this club. And so, uh, we're going to give him every opportunity to do that. But uh, the nice thing is, is you watched when he came off with 30 minutes to go against Colorado, as uh, Thor Ulfarsson, our draft pick, came on and really changed kind of the tempo and the yeah. the commitment commitment up top and, and caused some problems problems for Colorado and kind of pinned them back and opened up space for Darwin and midfield and uh, the guys out wide. So uh, it's nice to have that problem. You know, hopefully Thor keeps improving and, and, and starts fighting for minutes. So listen, what, as much as we spend on, on uh, Seba, we're here to win games. And if Thor can prove that he deserves to be on the field, then Thor will be on the field. I would, I would still start Sebastian. I would, you know, he would be my main starter. I think, you know, he still deserves a chance. Because, you know, we go back to the same conversation we had. You know, we can't really count game number one and number two because we weren't thinking about him. We were thinking about defending. So if we're going to be, you know, more technical in a way, 
you know, he only had like a couple of games to where he could actually show off. <laughs> Obviously, in that one chance that he had, he blew it. You know, that the one that he really had to put away. But, you know, I think it could be. Uh, are you guys happy? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to quit, <laughs> quit line up right now and not give you guys uh, Mexico. Well, Costa Rica ended up beating the U.S. 2-0, uh, which basically still means that Costa Rica gets that fourth place. Uh, mm-hmm. The U.S. Uh, goes in. Mexico won 2-0. They're in. Uh, Jamaica beat. Honduras, they were both out, then Panama beat, I mean, Panama beat Canada. God dang, there's my Panadian, my Pan-Canadian, or what would that be? Excuse me? <laughs> Panada. It's the Panada mix right there, man. Panama against Canada, but uh, Panama did it. They couldn't do enough, man. Like you said, they, they needed to get some they points out of the last two matches, and it's sad to see, but anyways, guys, yeah, we can keep going with this Dynamo. Yeah. But yeah, Sebastian, I think he still needs another chance, at least one or two more games to actually, you know, create more chances and, and actually get some true service into his head. And, and I think he'll be good. No, and, and you're right. Thanks for putting my, you know, train back on schedule, but uh, in yeah. my head. But no, you're right. I think this, again, if we're seeing as Inter Miami being one of the weaker teams of the league, um, even with, you know, even with Corey Bear or Pasher, whoever starts on that side, and then uh, Fafa, we need to see services, man. We need to see, you know, um, Sebastian being deadly in the box or at least dangerous in the box, and hopefully he can score that goal. He's been playing with his back away from goal way too much. Um, and the more time that passes, and we talked about this, and we're going to keep talking about it, the more time that passes that he hasn't scored, pressure is going to keep growing on him. Um, and hopefully him getting this time with Paraguay maybe ends up giving him a confidence boost. And Rodrigo, as you, John, anything you want to add to this? <laughs> Sorry, um, getting a little bit tired now, but um, I'm still sticking with what I had said before that, you know, and what you guys are saying now, that we haven't really created much opportunity for him. So I will stick with him until um Nagamura can find that you know um I guess strat or what do you call it streak um sorry it's like, my dog it, 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 it sounds it sounds like it sounds like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> found the toy that's why I was like what the heck rompiendo la madre. But, <laughs> um he's being violent over there for real <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, until Nagamura can find a like a stride going um, with the team, and you know, have somebody or the whole team really just feeding him balls. Um, <laughs> that's kind of weird. But you know, <laughs> I think that's what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clip. You're like clip, and, and uh, you know, just adding to that. Yeah. Man, I love my. Freaking... <laughs> Oh my god, I'm th- I'm just all right. But hey, hey, let me let me you you have something to say because I have something. Go for to it, say. go for it, go for it. No, because I, I'm saying that I wouldn't be mad no. if if Sebastian doesn't like you know perform in the in the first sixty minutes. I wouldn't be mad if it, you know Thor comes in for the last thirty. Yeah, I think I think he has earned it to at and least give him thirty. What I was gonna say, Rodrigo, to you, I know your dog is probably like being noisy right now, but hey, um. Or we can start with Christian, but I was just going to ask, like, you know, you say a win. What is the uh, the score prediction at this rate? Since we do kind of keep tabs of that, just, you know, what number uh, or final score, I mean, you see. 
Um, I I feel like Dynamo can go the on the aggressive tactic where you know you have um Quintero, uh, Sebas, um, Coco. If he, I guess, he, you know, if he's comfortable, I guess Nagamura putting him on the starting lineup. Um, if we go that route, I can easily probably see maybe like a two zero three zero game, um, just because Miami has let in ten goals already um, and only scored two. So our defense is pretty tight. Um, no matter who's the center back so far, seems like it, or who's the back four, and um, been doing pretty well on that. But all right, man, we've talked a lot today, tonight. Uh, Christian, man, if you can tell the people how they can connect with us, man. Oh, my prediction is 2 0. Oh, way. my bad. I thought just you in case, it. Just in case. 2 0. Uh, and then it, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to call minus 2 1. I think we'll get uh, that 2 1. Hopefully, Sebastian is one of the scorers because I think mm-hmm. he really needs it. But, anyways, with that, you know, definitely make sure to let Christian tell you guys how to connect man yeah you can find us at dynamotheory.com for everything and at dynamotheory on twitter and instagram you go ahead and give us a follow there and i keep up with everything that we do uh you can shoot us an email at dynamotheorypodcast at gmail.com you can find me at chris putalias you can find rudy at rudy segura three and you can find uh rodrigo at rodrigo segura zero zero one and uh, for it, like I said, anything and everything, dynamotheory.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube. The YouTube. The U. That sounded. Uh, uh, what's it called? Hey, British. we got we got the new YouTube. guy. That we got the new guy, Manny, working on on making it pretty. Oh man. yeah, so yeah, that yeah. Way, yeah so that way, you know, give somebody the previous, else some the work, previous guys. You know, <laughs> sucked. So, uh, but yeah, go ahead and you know check out the YouTube. We also have you know conversations there. With some of the players, um, you know, go check out that and, you know, we'll keep it coming, keep it rolling and hopefully give you guys the best, you know, Houston Dynamo, Houston Dash and Houston Dynamo 2 content, you know, in the city of Houston. So thank you guys for the support and the love. And yeah, Houston Dynamo or HoustonTheory.com. And with that, thank you, Houston Dynamo fans for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> That's damn, bro.